Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talked matching on multiple apps and hooking up with your ex during a break. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. That's right. Feather Studios. We're here. Huge studio audience. Unbelievable energy every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how the whole thing works. Feather these nuts. Get it going. Wow. What a what an what what an entrance into the show. The, the audience today. They're pumped. Pumped up. Lots of noises. Shelby, you sound pumped. Really? <laughs> yeah. More than ever. How was your Fourth of July? So many fireworks. A lot of fireworks. Setting them off. Yeah, that's right. You're the human firework. That's what I always call you. It's a lot of people do. Yeah. I Listen, I want to say to the people of San Francisco, thank you for coming to the shows. We had a great time. We danced, baby. Ooh, did we dance. You, me, San Francisco. We had a treat. It was really a beautiful time. People came out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It means so much to meet you in person. I, I, I got to say... It is amazing that you guys are coming out to shows, you're listening, and it's, listen, it's summertime. Podcast season, baby. I say it every summer. Now is the time of year, loneliness, alone, you're a loser, you have nobody, car rides, single, dark, solitude, tears. Boats. Boats. Planes. Planes. These are all things that happen over the summer. You got to tell someone about the show. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister. Now is the time that people have more free time for the pod game. You're you have no activities going on, be honest. Nothing. And well, you have you're like going to the beach, but you're like, "Well, what do we do at the beach?" Let's throw on a podcast. Yeah. J Train, Papa JT, sw- singing sweet nothings into your ear. Okay? Shelby, we're here every Tuesday and Friday. It's good to see you. Very excited about today's guest. Very excited. We, yeah, we got a big time guest, um, and we're going to go through a lot of emails with them. I'm very excited. Such a pleasure to have you. Raina Greenberg, thank you for coming on from the Girls Gotta Eat podcast. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Great. Thank you for being Great one. Guest alert. There we go. I like these sound effects you guys have. It's very high tech. That's right. I mean, well, the studio audience, they, they get a little crazy, and they like, you know, they like a little bit of movement. You know, it's sometimes they're a little too into it, but I like that. Yeah, they're good. They're excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here with yeah. them. Yeah. So, what, so you have a great podcast. If you don't listen to it already, go listen to it. Uh, Girls Gotta Eat. You guys, uh, you're, you guys, what's going on? You're going on tour. You're going doing live shows. Yeah, we leave on uh, Friday. We're going to Atlantic City. We're going to Phoenix, Salt Lake City, party capital of the United That's States. Gonna be, well, 
from what I've heard about Salt Lake City is that like for you know it's gravity. For every action, there's a reaction. There's a Salt Lake City crew that's like the Mormon that you hear about. Mm-hmm. But then there's the people that are like, nah, we're not Mormons and they're naked in the street. Those are going to be the ones at our show. Yeah. Naked or nothing. The, those are the people that come out. Fuck yeah. And so you're going all on tour. Uh, and, and listen, we're going to do a lot of emails because you live in this dating world too. Yeah, we were very fortunate. One of our very first guests on the show was you. That's me. Yeah, that's right. I they call. I'm one of those first guest type people. You popped our cherry. Uh, that's right. You set the bar that's for right. all other guests. And and so what? Every it comes out every week, every Sunday, every Monday morning. Monday, Monday morning. And uh, sometimes we have guests. More often than not, we do about three weeks with guests, one week off. Mm-hmm. But lots of comedians, lots of New York City comedians, you've had on your show. Yeah, uh, we like to talk about sex and dating. Sex and are you seeing anybody? I am seeing somebody. It's new. It's very new. How new? Really new. Give me a month, two months. How many hangouts? Six weeks. Six weeks. Doesn't live here. Oh, the audience is in shock. <laughs> so, do have you spoken about it on the show? I talked about it for the first time this week on the show. I just breadcrumbed it a little. How bit. How do you feel about talking about it on a podcast? And how did you meet the person? Let's go through that. Um, we met at Cobb's Comedy, where you just were. I was just there. Great club. Lots of fun. One of my favorite shows we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Great club. Uh, I'll tell you a story. It's a funny story. Uh, so at our shows, we do a live bumble. Okay. Where we plug people's phone in to this giant big screen, mm-hmm. and we swipe for them. Okay. And we decide who to message. Then we message them. We say all kinds of weird fucked up shit. And see if they'll get back. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So we're Cobbs. This really cute girl's on stage. We're swiping for her. This guy messages with her. We ask him if he wants to FaceTime with us. Okay. We, we get him to call the phone. Wow. And FaceTime live in front of 600 people mm-hmm. on this giant big screen. And we're, he's like, I don't know what's going on. This is crazy. And I said to this guy, if you can get into a cab and come down here, yeah, I'll pay for your Uber and your drinks, and you can maybe fuck this girl. Oh wow! Uh, and he said, "I'm going to think about it." <laughs> At, a- At that point, <laughs> think about it. Well, you know, it's interesting. The think about it is the funniest part to me. Is like, it, you know, a lot of women who listen to this, you know, when you get into the conversation of sex and dating and what's uh-huh. what do I do? Why won't he make a move? Well, he made the move. This guy said, okay, I'm going to do it. Okay. He sent so us, then he came. Sent us the Uber. He, he was going to be there in 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. 9.55, walks in the door, hops up on stage. We give him a mic. Wow. What we- a way... What- <laughs> What a first date to walk into. Him and this girl, the audience is firing questions at them. We all take tequila shots. We close the show. We get off stage. Yeah. The two of them, I give them a bottle of wine. I'm like, you kids have fun. Sure. Enjoy your night. She leaves. And he goes out. Did she get too drunk or she wasn't into I mean, it? She just wasn't into it. Didn't want to be bothered. It was just part of the show. She wanted to hang out with her friends. Okay, cool. He goes out with some of the other girls from our show. Messages me the next day and says, thank you. I had such a good time. This is so much fun. And we started talking, and that's the guy. And now you're dating this guy. <laughs> yeah. And he lives in San Francisco? He lives in Denver. He was there for work. What was he? Th- what does he do? What was the work trip about? He works in tech. In tech? Yeah. See, it's interesting. It's, uh, it's a ballsy move for him to come, and he's like all about it. I think he's a crazy person. Like, I couldn't stop saying to Ashley. I kept saying, this is the coolest person I've ever met. Like, what kind of person does a thing like this? Crazy. Well, I... <laughs> he's in a no lose 
because sure. in that situation, you are like, first of all, a room full of people think you're cute enough to, to FaceTime. Mm-hmm. So the room is like on board, like this is a guy that we should all FaceTime and let's go talk. And, you know, bring him in. Yeah. Bring, bring me my man. Consensus of the room. Exactly. So he has that on his side. Also, he has the side of adventure. So where I always think that like, you know, for him... And women were more on board for like a one night thing in this situation. So he could show up and be like, hey, everybody, I'm here. I'm cool. I'm fun. Yeah, but we're not going to, di- you know, like a, a girl could look at it and go, yeah, it was that one time fun thing. Mm-hmm. It's like when I went to Penn State, I used to say that guys visiting Penn State were more likely to hook up than guys at Penn State. Yeah, because you want like the vacation sex, just exactly. like the in-and-out, non-committal sex. Exactly, and the judgment goes away. Absolutely. He leaves with the judgment. I'm this guy. I'm sitting in a hotel room. I'm, yeah. in, I'm in San Francisco for work. I've had a couple drinks, and this crazy thing presents itself. I might go. Of Well, he definitely should go, but I'm saying girls there want to fuck him for that. Absolutely. Because he's I like, did. yeah, he's an island that comes in and goes out, Absolutely. and you can go, and if you fuck him, you go, okay. I want to fuck on that island. There you go. And I and, did. And so now, how do you continue it from there? Uh, so he came here. He spent the week in New York. Does he travel a lot? So that makes Does. things easier for that? Travels a lot. Works remotely. Okay. I travel a lot. I'm going to go to Denver next week. We have shows there. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see. I don't put a lot of like weight on this. It's just, yeah. I ho- I'm enjoying this person's company. But you're enjoying company. their company. Sex is great. Yeah. Um, I enjoy his company. If it works out, great. If not, no hard feelings. Okay. I mean, that's the, there we go. The crowd's on board. I mean, Thanks, guys. have you shut off other avenues? I don't know. No, not really. I mean, it's very new. I wouldn't ask him but, to do that either. Of course. You know, I think six weeks is like a blip on the radar. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't discuss it if I met somebody else, but I wouldn't expect him to either. Yeah, it would, nothing else would be important enough to bring up right. podcast-wise. He is at the front headline. These are all... You know, in the community section of the newspaper. Yes. Yeah, so, back end t- things. Until you have the DTR, I don't think you need to discuss it. Okay. So, congratulations to you. Thanks. We're pumped about the new re- the new budding. You know, it's people get weird when you're like a new budding relationship, but that's what it is. You're having a relationship with another person. Yeah. And, I don't know. like a lot of people, you know, okay. like romantically. I don't really want to be bothered with a lot of people. Sure. I'm like you. I'm busy. You know, yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't have time for somebody that's going to make me feel mediocre. Of course. And plus the fact that like, you know, the thing about the distance thing is like you're making the effort to at least make a plan. Yeah. I like the distance. I kind of like a long distance relationship. Well, I mean, you get to have vacation sex all the time. Oh, my God. It's so much of it this week. Yeah. It's crazy. So you went. Where did you see? He came here this past week. He came here. We just did a bunch of New York City stuff. That's it. Well, that's the plus and minus of the long distance thing is like. Do you get when do you get to do the I guess that's down the road of like we're sitting here and just being annoyed with each other. Yeah. When you're always on vacation with the other person. It's so great. It's always moving and there's things to do. (laughs) And it's like, let's go see the high line and we'll go look at the, you know, take a picture at the fucking whatever thing. Yeah. You know, know, so the I I get that. I mean, like I just came back from. So we did San Francisco, did the shows. Those were fun. And then before that, for the fourth, I went to Napa. With your girlfriend. With my girlfriend. And like, you know, we're having more dead time. And this was like vacation time. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like that's like it's kind of like the opposite. It's like we're doing a lot of the like sitting around, you know, sitting around. And she's like, well, we sh- we we don't go on a date. <laughs> and I'll be like, all right. You know, I was watching The Office. I talked about this on a You Up podcast, but I was talking talking about how like there's an episode of The Office where Roy is complaining about Pam being like, how about when she wants to go on a date? And she's like, that's not a date date. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm Roy. I'm a fucking idiot. Because I'm having this conversation. It's like, when do we go on the date date? And it's like, I, I thought that was a date. You know, like, what's the difference? But you're but, a different kind of person than most because I think most guys have a nine to five. They come home, they watch TV. You are somebody, mm-hmm. not to like toot your horn, but like sure. you, you have a lot more going on than your average person. Way more well, than me. I don't know if it's more going on, but it's just a different tough time. It's a schedule. It's a it's schedule. A crazy and, schedule. But then you can only blame the schedule for so long. Like there's a point where it becomes, you know, I mean, you with this guy at some point. If it goes, let's say it goes up and up and up to to we're old together on the porch mountain. Mm-hmm. Let's say it gets to that point. Kay. At some point, you have to have like real conversations and real things come up. And it's like, what are you? What, when are we gonna be in the same city? And when is this gonna be a longer thing? And I'm gonna like I'm at a point with you know Jess where it's like, yeah, we're going to Napa. It's like, okay, well, what's the plan in Napa? What what are we gonna do? And I'm sitting there like, we're going to go to Napa. That's what we're going to fucking plan. do. That's the plan. What did you guys do there? We did the wineries. We got drunk. I told, talked about this on Coffee with J-Train, which is out, I think, uh, is it out? Yeah. Coffee with J-Train this week on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Um, three bucks a month. A podcast every Sunday. Today, Monday, because I was fucking tired yesterday. Everybody's a piece of shit today. It's crazy. It's bad. Um, but I was saying like, it's funny because like now what I'm noticing is like, you're never going to hit the peak relationship to any, everyone is going to think there's a better version of your relationship. And I think like, that's something that sounds depressing until you're with someone like, 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 like like it's never going to be perfect. No. And, and, and it like, like even when we're going to do dating questions, we have so many emails, but a lot of these are like, well, why hasn't it gone the way I thought it would go? And it's like, you're never going to have it that way. You're never going to, your situation, you met a guy via a, he matched with someone, someone else's else. dating app. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> then, and then came to fuck another girl. <laughs> she was like, ah, left. You went. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Know. You know, if you think about it that way, like telling that story to your grandkids. Absolutely. So well, dad was going to fuck another girl. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and mom thought, why not? Yeah. And, I, and, I, and mom thought, you know, oh, this is so cool that he would FaceTime and tell everyone that he wants to fuck this other chick. <laughs> I didn't Do think you know about what I mean? it like that. But it's so funny because in the, in the backwards, in the story of life, when you tell that story... We can all make those stories sound good. Uh-huh. And I got him. Like you can you can over the time of life, <laughs> you can look back, but like someone looking forward could go, What? He wanted to you're dating a guy who, who came and got on stage and talked right. about his penis. Right, I can't tell my mom that. You just my did. Jewish mom. <laughs> she does she does she listen to J Train. But I think that there's no perfect person. You can't expect one person to be everything for you. And sometimes you meet a person like you who has this crazy schedule and you just say, I just need to accept it for what it Here's is. Here's the example. So I'm in the pool with her. Jess and I, we just done wineries. We're like on we're like it's movie style. Like I'm in my mind, I'm like, we're killing it. We just did the wineries. We just, I, I'm doing every time I drink a glass of wine, I go, it tastes like the grapes came from the backyard. I'm, I'm killing it. 
with that <laughs> dumb joke the whole trip. And then we're like on each other, wine glasses in hand, and there's another couple outside of the pool. And the other couple, I'm looking at them being like, look at that boring fucking loser couple in my mind. They pull out Uno cards. And she looks and Jess looks at me and goes, we never play cards. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're in a pool wrapped in each other's arms in Napa holding wine glasses. She's like, let's get some Uno going. We never play cards. I want solitaire. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing. Like You're never going to amount to the, no. the imagination of whatever it's going to be. So... I don't know. I, I I wish you luck with the new da- guy. I Thank think it, you. It feel, I could see it in your eyes. It feels like the one. Well, I feel great about Jess. You know, I feel like there must be a ton of girls that listen to you every week on You Up, especially, sure. and they think he, this guy is unattainable, and I'm gonna get no, him. No, no, no. I'm very, sure. attainable. <laughs> very attainable. Very attainable. <laughs> it's easier than you think. Way ladies. easier than you thought. Um, <laughs> I I no. You know what? I think. Um, she just you have to deal with different shit. But let's do the let's do the podcast. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're here with Raina Greenberg at one hungry Jew on Instagram. Girls Gotta Eat is the podcast. Go check it out if you don't already. Every Monday. We are sponsored people. Listen, I love this sponsor. Postmates, Postmates, Postmates. If you're not dealing with Postmates, you're crazy, especially on the road. Here's the best part about Postmates. You can open it up and it will find places around you that are open. That's a big deal. When you open up, you know, when you go on Google and you go, oh, I need a restaurant, and then you get down the menu and you're like, oh, I'm going to order this, I'm going to order that, I'm going to order this, and then you call the place and, and it's just beep, 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 we're closed, sorry. Or they list them all, you got to figure out which or not. It's- yeah, no, this is awful. So Postmates has taken the whole I need something to eat experience and made it easier for you. Yeah. You're never going to get... De- you're never going to get to the point where you're like, oh, I am so excited to eat blankety blank. And then it's going to be, well, blankety blank's fucking closed. That's never going to happen with Postman. Never. That's the beauty. And if you listen, you, if you're craving a partner, the kind that answers your beck and call, the one you can call to bring you sushi at 1130 red wine at midnight and a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., you can stop swiping. Postmates is here. And they're saying, hey, girl, po- if you know, you know what the fuck Postmates is. Stop it. Download it now, and I'm going to give you some free money. For a limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners $100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. That's free money, people. To start your free deliveries, download the app right now. Use code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need, anytime you need it, download Postmates and save with code JTRAIN. Postmates, get what you want out of life. Listen, that's a great offer for people. If you don't have it on your phone, if you're like, I'm a Grubhub person, get with it uh, and download it right now. Let's do some emails. You ready? I'm excited. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I keep getting messaged by this cute guy on different apps, but he has my number and we met once. Why doesn't he just text me? 
Here are the details. Match with a cute guy, but I put off making plans. Then he messaged me on a different app. We went out. I liked it. He seemed to be seemed to also. Afterwards, conversation fizzled. I thought nothing of it. Now he messaged me again on another app. He hasn't forgotten because he always mentions that we've talked before, and he sends messages, doesn't wait to mutually match, so it's not exactly protection from me rejecting him. He is cute and normal-seeming. Uh, I don't know why he doesn't just text me instead. What's up with this? I guess in general I keep fading a bit only because I'm afraid he's not that interested, but he never really pursues except these cautious messages on new apps. Ha-ha. If he's interested, then he should cautiously text me instead. So strange. What do you think? I think he's not interested. I think he likes attention, mm. like many people do yep. throughout the day. A little joke here, a little ego stroke there. He doesn't want to meet you. He's not interested. It's funny that she writes, uh, she wrote, I agree with you. He, he sends messages, doesn't wait to mutually match. So that means she's referencing Hinge, it sounds like, that he's messaging her, un- commenting on something she has, which means she, he doesn't know that he'll match. So she's taking that as a positive. So it's not exactly protection for me rejecting him. No, 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 no. He's gotten you. Yeah, right. You, <laughs> you've matched already yeah, he knows. on other apps. He has your number. He knows he's messaging you. On, he's commenting on things because he knows he... When you've said yes once, that's all the guy needs. Yeah, absolutely. As all of us know from the amount of screenshots that we get sent, I'm sure you get them too, of a guy going, hey, 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 a thousand times with no answer. He only needed the first answer. <laughs> and a million messages to, for us that are similar like this. He just wants to talk to me on the apps. He won't ask me out. Yeah. He doesn't want to go out with you. He doesn't want to go out with you and he wants, you know, what we have to realize is the levels of feeling good. Like, you know, it used to be, oh, you know, right now you can get just enough out of the phone. Like him messaging you, getting a response over the app. Yeah, that's all he needed to feel good that day. He didn't need the date. He needed just you to go, oh, hey, and be flirty while he takes a shit. You know, like that's how sad the whole thing is, you know, and she's sitting there going, well, why, why won't he just make a date? Because he doesn't want the date. He wants you to respond. My question though, okay, I have a a follow-up question. I think a lot of guys do this. And my question is what would be so, I guess it's like a obvious answer, but what would be so terrible about just having the date and just trying to fuck her? Maybe all he wants to do is like feel good. What would be so awful about donating two hours to this person? I think you're right. I think it's like one of those things that guys like I realize that now being in a relationship like, oh, why wouldn't I just go out for two hours and then fuck and then say, hey, I'm just that was all I wanted. Yeah. And I think it's ego. You know, guys are so far ahead of themselves with like like to him, he'll you go if like if she what she should do if she first of all, she goes I guess in general I keep fading only because I'm afraid he's not that interested. She needs to switch her perspective. Are you interested? If you're interested and you think he's cute and you had a good time, you need to put yourself out there to be turned down. Totally. Like, she needs to say. But if she said to him, "Hey, why don't we go for drinks?" Like it's not a crazy thing to write. And then he would go. What he would go is to go. Well, you know, now I got to figure out, you know, 
oh, then we're going to get drinks and then we're going to have sex. And now I'm stuck with this girl for another three weeks because I don't want to be the asshole that just went for drinks to get fucked. <laughs> and it's like, that's all ego of like, she'll be fine. Yeah. You know? But in his, I think that's what the road he goes down with this. Like, why not just do like the way you put it with like, just do two hours. Right. Go fucking have fun. And then he's thinking, well, what if I go for two hours and then I don't have sex and then I got to go out again and we just have fun enough where I, how could I not go out again? Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I, a monster? <laughs> because it has a good time, doesn't have sex and is like, well, fuck you, I didn't have sex. Like, that's going through his head too. All men are so funny because you, they all think like this. It's like, well, what would be so horrible about just hanging out with a person you might enjoy their company and maybe you have sex, maybe you don't. Like, I know. It's all you're not, you're just not watching well, reality TV tonight. That's the thing. Are you better than The Bachelor? Are you better than and then Ooh, good Desperate question. Housewives? Are you better than Real Housewives? I'm you know, not. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> He's going, are you better than The Couch? And, you know, is dealing with the consequences of going out better than The Couch? So, I mean, it's, then it's not, a, is it two hours? It's really three to four weeks. I see what you're yeah, saying. That, yeah, that's how he's thinking. Uh-huh, absolutely. I agree with you that it is just two hours. But it's not. But is it's what not. Saying. And I, this girl's like, maybe I'm fading because I'm afraid he won't be. You're fading because he's not doing anything to hold your interest. Just yeah. say, let's get a drink. And if he says no, then don't talk to him. Who fucking cares about this guy? Exactly. And it's like, he keeps, it's funny that she's like, well, we keep matching on apps. It must mean that he's more. In, no, 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 no. It means that he knows the answer is that his ego gets fluffed up a bit. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Hey there, huge fan. Need of your amazing advice. I've been dating my first and only boyfriend for two years now. First year was wonderful. We never really fought. My family loved him. However, after the first year, things changed and we broke up and have been on and off ever since. He stopped caring, doing all the things I love him for. He started planning his own things with his friends, but would be busy with work stuff to attend my friends' events. I would frequently go to my family friend things alone, and that's what would upset me. We started to fight about that a lot and how I wasn't a priority in his life anymore. My family started to notice and was not happy with him anymore. He would say that I started to m- too many fights, and that's why we, he would ignore me or try not to see me. This leads to me getting more upset and fighting more. It was a bad cycle. Finally, he said he didn't know if he wanted to get married or have kids anymore, and he doesn't know if I will, he will ever will, which surprised me because he... We had talked about this earlier in the relationship, and we wanted those things. That was the last straw for me, and I broke up with him. Two weeks later, he messaged me saying how much he misses me and how he still wants to see me when we have free time. He says he's not talking to other people, and he said I shouldn't either, and we should spend the summer having fun and not fighting. Ooh. (laughs) And see where things, the relationship goes. I love that. Let's go back to when... uh, Before I was a dick. Yeah, let's go back to before I was a dick and before we had any real life things coming up. Do you think that they're having a confrontation? I absolutely do. (laughs) I ended up meeting with him and we had sex. That went on for about two weeks. I said I didn't want to just hook up, so then he said he wouldn't... He would take me on dates, but it's been three months of us meeting up and having sex, going on dates, but he still won't commit to anything more. Oh, he nailed it. He did it. The last three months have been great, and we never fight, and the sex is great, but we also never really have deep conversations about any of their previous issues, life in general. We see each other one to two times per week, but he keeps saying that he will meet to talk about our relationship, but he's never put effort towards the meeting. 
Should I plan, push for meeting up to talk and telling him I want something more? Or am I just getting my hopes up and wasting my time on him when I could be dating other guys? Also, do you think he is talking to other girls at this time, even though he says he's not? Thanks for the advice. Uh, what do we think? Oh, she wants an Instagram lookalike. Shelby has this great talent where he can tell you who you look like via your Instagram profile. So we're going to look her up. What do you think of her email? I think this guy robbed a bank. G explain that. I think that this guy set up the exact situation that he wanted. He got her. Yeah. This girl gets to give him all the good things from a relationship and he doesn't have to commit all of the things that he, I guess, assumes are the negative things in a relationship. Yeah. So he gets the attention and the affection mm -hmm. and the, the love and the sex and he doesn't have to give her anything. Yeah. I think that like he has set the and this is like she's the perfect target for this because it was her first relationship. She's clearly sure. young. Yeah, clearly young. Clearly like um And very cute. Oh my very gosh, she's cute. so cute. She looks yeah, like uh, Amanda Seyfried. Oh, mm -hmm. Amanda Seyfried from uh, Mean Girls. Mean Girls. You're, uh, she does have that kind of look, the blue eyes. She's beautiful. very cute. Yeah, beautiful um, girl. Well, that's the thing. You're very right in the sense that like she's like, I have the hand. I have the winning hand. I have the guy. I finally have the boyfriend. It's all here. I know the sex is good. I know that, you know, like she's like, why would, I'm not going to throw away this hand. You know, she's like, we've done two years at this point. She, it feels like she's holding on to like the work that she's put in. But does she have the hand? No, that's a, it's a, she has a losing hand. She's in a fool's paradise. Yeah. I, it, you know, if you think of like, you know, if you think of relationships in the, in the mountain way that, you know, we started the show on, like he wants to stay at base camp too. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> he, she, he's like, he, when he came back, let's just hang for the summer and have sex. It's like, yeah, that's him saying, this is where I want this relationship to go. Yeah. This is where I want to stay. I don't want it to get any serious. I'm not. And it, he says he doesn't want to have married and get kids. With you. With you. Right. That's the, the he, he for left out a very important part of that sentence. I don't want to get married and I don't want to have kids with you right now. And, uh -huh. and, and what he's, he's basically looking at this going, I have everything I want right now and I don't want life to move forward and I'm not ready for life to move forward and the thing is with you know any relationship it has to keep going you know because she wants more and she wants more time and she deserves that it's always interesting to me when I read an email like this and probably you too that by the end of the email the person has sort of answered their own question yeah to me the answer to this is you want to have this conversation about having like a deeper more intimate relationship which you deserve mm -hmm. and he deflects you every single time and refuses to do it that's your yeah, answer that's your answer he doesn't that's, because I, he hard. he's comfortable he's saying no, no 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 this is good right now this is exactly where I want to be and when do you want that to end never <laughs> I, I, who wouldn't want that yeah. who wouldn't want somebody that just takes care of them and has sex with them and is lovely and then you never have to commit to them yeah that's I, lovely and for she young says men. is he looking at other girls he i don't think he's out there cheating but i think he's out there being like there's a ghost in my mind that i see myself being with and it's not happening now but at some point i'll be with that person the problem with you know the apps and dating right now is that there's a disposability of everyone. 
and a lot of guys don't are aren't working against any clock where a lot of women are working in a world where there's a clock and they're saying, "Oh, I want to get come on, let's move this along. Time to move forward. The the, the time is running out." And guys are like, "What? We I'm playing there's no a decades of this I, shit yeah, left. Whatever, I'll do this forever." <laughs> it's like and and that's too it's it that sucks from the other side to this side. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored, people. Meandays, you probably spend about 90% of your life in underwear. So don't you think you owe it to yourself to make sure you're wearing the softest undies in town? That's why I only wear meundies. These undies are so soft they will make you forget you're even wearing underwear. I'm basically freeballing, people. Uh, MeUndies is made with a super special fabric called Micromodal, which is three times softer than cotton. Not only will you feel like your loins are being hugged by joy itself, but MeUndies will give you multiple style options for both men and women. That's so amazing. They're great. What I love about, oh, they also have boxer briefs with fly, which is the same cut as the regular boxer brief, but now with an added option for guys who prefer to go through the gate. Versus over the fence. What are you, Shelby? Are you an over the fence or through the gate guy? I'm an over the gate. Over the gate. Mm -hmm. I go over the gate, then through the fence of the jeans. Hmm. Does that make sense to everybody? I wasn't listening. You put your penis through the... So I take the penis, put it over the fence of the boxer brief, but then I keep the belt clasped on the jeans and through the gate of the jean... To make things more complicated and less enjoyable. Yeah. It's really yeah. to just, it's like a snake <laughs> situation. So Sounds like you're flexible. <clears throat> very flexible penis. Um, so listen, I love MeUndies. What I like about MeUndies is that it's a little personality in your pants. Take off your pants. Oh, shit. Look at that. Different design. Different look. Different cut. Fly. No fly. Over the gate. Through the, you know, it's a whole thing. It's a great offer for my listeners. Any first-time purchasers, when you, you purchase any... For any first-time purchasers, when you... Any of MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. That's 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you'll ever put on. To get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. A few weeks ago, I went on a hinge date with a guy on a Friday. We hit it off so much that he asked to see me the next day. And I said, yes, which I never do. We then spent six out of ten days together, multiple sleepovers, weekend day dates, amazing sex, showers together, etc. Two weeks ago, I was leaving for a bachelorette on Friday, June 28th, and went to see him, wanted to see him on Wednesday or Thursday. We last saw each other that Sunday. He thought our plan was Thursday. I thought it was Wednesday. I got upset when he ended up canceling Wednesday due to work thing and was a little reactionary. I apologized the next morning and he accepted. He texted me before my flight and said he can't wait to see when I get back. Landed Monday night and his parents flew in Tuesday from another state. He had to go to a rehearsal dinner for his cousin's wedding on Wednesday. We both had weddings on Friday. On Thursday, we called and spoke for almost two hours. Then on Sunday, his birthday, he called me and we spoke for a bit before his mom beeped in. I texted him and said I'd love to take him to dinner for his birthday on Sunday or this week. And he told me he had a family barbecue on Sunday and that he would come to see me this week. We've spoken every day and yesterday I did not hear from him and haven't heard from him today. 
Is he expecting me to reach out and ask how his birthday was? Also, I was che- I just checked Hinge and can't see our match anymore. Not sure if he deleted it. Do I call him, text him, let it go and move on? What do we think? Oh, I feel bad for this girl. That is a mind fuck. Beware the vacation. Okay. I think that it is very tempting when you meet somebody. It's mm-hmm. hard to meet somebody you like. It's very tempting to be like, I'm going to spend all my time with this person. Mm-hmm. It's easy. He wants to see me tomorrow. And the next sure. day, sex is great, fun stuff. I think it's very tempting. I would beware leaning into that impulse because you've already yeah. given him the whole relationship. You had it already. He's, got, he's already had the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you go from there? Like, where does, you know, kind of to go back to the email that we had just done where the guy's two years in and he wants to stay like running in place at this one spot of the relationship. You know, he knows that casual is over, you know, like, (laughs) and that's what he's trying to stay in. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, but at least he's had two years to figure that out. This guy, casual's kind of over. You know, like if they're doing six hangouts, when you get together that much that quick, you're like sprinting. You're like wishing the days away. You're sprinting through casual to never really have like. And now it's like, where is he? And then he goes, oh, well, we've been on like seven. So when you do that many dates at once and then it kind of you have that moment where it's like, like, have you ever done the thing where it's like you go on a lot of dates at once and then you're like, wow, we're really dug in here. Yes. And then you go, I got to fucking, we got to let this breathe a second. I got to see if I even want to be with this person. Yes. I think that happens to me too, where I get very involved with somebody incredibly quickly. And then I'm like, oh my God, I don't even know if I like them. Yes. And him, I don't want to be, I don't want to like shame this girl. If she enjoyed it, it's fine that she leaned in. Great. Hold on. Totally fine. We all have done it. Yeah. We're not saying we're above it, but I'm saying when you look back on it, you go, Man, that all happens so quick that, just like you said, I don't even know if I like this person. I don't know what the dynamic is. We're we're basically living a vacation in our own town. <laughs> I'm in a sex coma from all the endorphins yeah. and the sex. So what do you think she should do? I want there to be a takeaway. I'm curious what you think. Well, I think she has to... You got to face the jury at some point. Okay. I think whenever a guy... Whenever it's like too convenient that you guys haven't hung out for a long time... It's for a reason. I think when you do like, well, I thought it was on Wednesday and you thought it was on Thursday. Okay, fine. Let's see each other on Sunday. Then you don't see each other on Sunday. Then you don't see each other on Tuesday. These are all moments where he's going, yeah, I got to get away from the fuck to maybe end this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, he, whenever you see each other a lot, you take a step back to try and let it breathe, to let yourself out of it. So, like, for me, when she says, like, I read through it kind of quickly just to show how much they've canceled. I like that you read it like that. Yeah. You know, like, like I apologize the next morning. He accepted it. He texted me before my flight. So now they don't see each other again. Now Wednesday, we both had weddings on Friday. So we can't see each other again. Oops. Like, it's all too convenient for them to have not seen each other for this amount of time after seeing each other so much. One thing can't be true. And then the next, you know, like. You can't go from seeing each other every day to all of a sudden the busiest guy in the world. Literally. I mean, I'm busy too. If I want to see somebody, I'll see them. You'll make time for people. So I think she needs, but also you do deserve answers. You do, when a lot of people are like, do I just let it go? No, you spent six days with each other and taking showers and fucking all day. Yeah, I'm sure it was great. Yeah, but like say, hey, 
I, but I think also like this kind of goes back to like owning your standard. Like, hey, I had fun those six days. It's been a while since we hung out. When are you free to get together? And if you don't want to get together, that's fine. I just want to know because I feel like I'm kind of talking to a ghost at this point. Oh, I like that. I think it's fair to say, like, I feel like I'm kind of annoying you and I know this moved a little fast. Yeah. But like, when when, when are you free if you're interested in hanging out? Yeah, you just want to hang out. At this point, you need to get back to seeing this person. Mm-hmm. It can't, because what happens with the, we fucked a lot for six days and then disappeared for two weeks is it's not as much a ghosting as like two people are like, yeah, just the world got in the way. <laughs> you know, like it's just an easy way to like not really have to dump. So if you were this guy, what text would you want to get or would you want to get a text? I'm happy with how it is now. You don't want to be bothered. This guy's getting what he wants. Yeah. He's getting her sitting there being like, oh, the schedule's got crazy. Uh-huh. He's not a dick. Right. He's not a, He's not offended by the birthday stuff either. Don't worry. At all. <laughs> not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Like, oh, we had the birthday and then the, this and that. And you're like, okay. You know, like, and, and the thing is, a lot of guys will let women make the excuses for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he had a wedding. Like, yeah. <laughs> This is horrible to say, but at the same time, a lot of times we'll let you, we'll let you be the emotion for us. So it's like her saying, oh, and you have the wedding. So you'll probably like want to like stay home the next Sunday after the wedding. And you'll go, yeah, I do want to do that. It's like, no, I'm going to fucking. It's like you're talking to your little brother when you want him like do stuff for you. Yes. You do the. (laughs) That's exactly. And it sounds awful, but it's like you you, you let the other person make the excuse for you. Wow. You guys are all Jedi mind fuckers, huh? There's something to that where it's like because we can't like I'll say this like I'm this is me, but I'm probably 10 percent away from most guys where it's like. I don't need to, sh- you know, like this is gonna like a, in a gross example. I don't need to shower before I go out. Okay. I could go walk around all day and then come home and then be like, oh, I'm gonna go out and get fucked up tonight. Oh, I didn't shower. Okay, cool. Okay. A woman in a, a similar, they'd be like, I've been out all day. I gotta go home and shower. And then, you know, we'll we'll, we'll let you your schedule become ours to create the excuse we'll let your neuroses become ours yeah Yeah. so it's like like if you were like oh you were out all day so you needed to shower right and then i'll go yeah 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 and then i you know i was clean and i was like you know what i don't want to go out anymore that's a female way to respond to being clean yeah you think she needs to play the game a little bit though stop responding to him and like post a sexy pic on instagram no i think you say to him hey we haven't seen. We saw each other six days in a row, and now we haven't seen each other in two weeks. What's up? Okay. I think call because at this point, the sexiness won't keep him in. That he's had on? the sex. Okay, that's true. He's had the whole relationship actually. Yeah. So okay. at, the, at this point, it's like, hey, uh, are we gonna like keep meeting each other? Let's in, let's get to know each other a little more. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't want to, he doesn't like you that much. Unfortunately, and that's okay. Ugh. What would you do? What would I do in the situation? Yeah. I would do exactly what you said. Yeah. Because I'm just, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm at an age where I've been like rejected enough and I've rejected other people enough that it's sort of like no big deal. It's nothing sure. more than disappointing, I guess. It's also not her. 
It's not her. It's not that he was like, oh, I experienced a relationship with her. And fuck that. It's, I don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. She couldn't have done that much so terrible. And also, maybe she did freak out a little bit and lose his interest a little bit. But I don't know. I think there's nothing wrong with just sending the text. Hey, what's up? And if he doesn't respond, then like you said, he's exactly where he wants to be in that relationship. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. I met this guy on Tinder. We got to talking and set up a date for about a week later. We met up in a bar between our apartments. One drink turned into two and so forth. We wound up going to three different bars, made out all night. I actually went home with him after five to six hours of drinking and flirting all night. When we got to his place, he insisted we only would make out and cuddle, which to my surprise is exactly what we did. Aside from a brief uh, PG below the belt encounter, all in all was pretty good, fun, flirty first date. I left in the morning thinking it went well. He texted me later in the day. We got to talking about seeing each other again. Set up the second day for Thursday that next week. Then Thursday rolled around. He never texted me. He also started to leave all my Snapchats unopened, which I thought was weird. He eventually texted me on Friday and apologized and says he's had a crazy week. Totally understandable, although highly unlikely. I tell him no worries and to let me know if he wants to reschedule, leaving the ball in his court. I tell him... I'm busy too and totally cool if you want to just hang out, uh, hang up the towel on the whole thing. He immediately says, of course, he wants to see me again and not to be silly and offers up a different date. We go back and forth on a plan and he sends a flirty message insisting how he can't wait to see me. The conversation ended with me asking what time and no response from him. Love and lo and behold, the next rain check date comes and goes and still no text back from him. Uh, or open Snapchats. What gives? I intentionally gave him the easy way out if he wasn't interested, so why didn't he take it if he's going to be blowing me off? What do we think? I think that guys think that having the conversation is what makes them the bad guy. They don't want to have the conversation sure. with you. So sort of allowing you to live in this like false hope for a couple days and then ghosting you I think is easier. It's just easier. I just don't think he wants a girlfriend. Yeah. I, I, I also think I hate, always have hated, the text... Let's just throw up the towel. I think guys hate that text. You do? Hate it. I think it's like, I think it's annoying. It's almost like too, um, what bothers me, I, I, I wish I had the words to explain it. It's, it's defeatist? Like, you know what it is? It, it Well, I, I've said this on this podcast a lot where it's like guys are like depression era children. We don't just throw away leftovers. And it's like, and I'm not saying she's a leftover because you know, even if you wanted to make that offensive, they hadn't had sex. They made out and they had a fun time. So he's like, I like this girl. She's cool. I'm just like, you know, you know, I'm looking to be, you know, casual. Like, I think he's like, he wants this to be more casual than it got. So I think he's like, oh, we got to do another date of five to six hours where you sleep over and then maybe we have sex and then I'm tired for work the next day. Like, I think it like, the first date set up for the second date to be like a very committed second date. So when you say like, hey, we can just throw this up right now. It's like we went on one date. I don't even know if that's what I want to do. Uh-huh. You're just looking to get out and like shut me off. Got, you know, some people operate in this world where they don't want to be like, like where they're like that thing is done. Now move on to next thing. Mm -hmm. Like it kind of feels like that's what she wants. She wants to like close this garage door so she can open up the next to work on a different car. I just think that women are in a tough position sometimes because you're in this situation where you don't 
we don't want to be crazy yeah you don't want to be emotional so you're trying to be the cool girl and be like hey this is no big deal it's dead this if it's and but then that also sort of backfires to me that's a, to me it's less cool girl to go well we can just stop this right now <laughs> you know like you know like to me when someone says that it shows a lack of uh standards from their end i just understand the sentiment i think she's like i'm gonna reject him before he rejects me sure and i'm gonna do that by just being the cool aloof girl and unfortunately for women that also backfires yeah i i, I mean everything backfires <laughs> just like we said in the beginning there's no right answer to these questions uh we don't know shit but I know that in the situation where I've gotten the text, well, let's just, we'll just, it, it kind of comes off like a, a passive aggressive. Like, it's like, why can't yeah. you deal with not knowing? You know, like, why can't you Ooh, deal kills us. with the romance of not knowing? And like, that's, you know, girls want romanticism. They want sexy. And it's like, what's less sexy than, well, tell me if you want to be with me right now. I need an answer. I think she's just def- she's re- she's rejecting him before she gets rejected because she feel. I just I'm, I'm not saying it's right. I'm sure, just saying I no, get it. I understand why she does it. It's more like I don't know if that gets you because she goes. He's because the reality is like if someone texts me, we can just hang this up right now. It's I would never write back. Yeah, go. I don't want to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I, it's, you're putting the guy in the position. This is a lot of times with these texts where it's like, well, why didn't he just tell me? It's a position of cut my head off or be with me. Uh-huh. And, and that to me is an unfair, that to me is putting all the standards in my hands. Why don't you say, hey, uh, I'm down to hang out next week. Let me know. And then you stop texting with this guy. No more fun Snapchats. More, no more flirty anything. If he writes you back and it's not a plan, you move the fuck on. Absolutely. Well, you got to think about what you want and then work backwards. She's yeah. like, I want him to see me again, so I'm just going to give him the easy out if he doesn't want to. But the only two responses to that are, you're right, I don't want to see you again. Yeah. Or, no, I think you're so amazing, I have to see you. But this guy's met you once. He's not going to say that. He does, he's not going to say that. Yeah. Exactly. You're putting him in an unwinnable situation. Totally. Where in the winnable situation is, hey, um, I'm down to get together next week. Let me know what your plan is. And then he doesn't get in touch with you. Goodbye. You're done texting with that guy. Right. The unopened Snapchats uh, is a funny thing because it's one of those things that you're not allowed to call out, but you're right. Hundred like, percent, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It is weird, but you're not allowed to say anything about it. We did this episode about micro cheating a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and it was all about these things that, like, you know, you can't really say it because you look a little crazy. Mm-hmm. But like in 2019, social media is such a big part of our lives. It is a big deal. Sure, it it's a thing. Well, well, you know what it is. You you have to build cases on your own for the jury of your own brain. So for this girl, where she's like, we went on a great date. And now all of a sudden he keeps canceling and he won't open my Snapchats. And it's like, okay, that's a case for you to build for yourself, not for him. So (laughs) you get to go. And so now you text him, hey, I'm down to get together next week. And then he doesn't make a plan. You go, okay, well, that guy, I'm done. It's not really for me. Plus, he doesn't even open my snaps. It's kind of weird. This is a weird dude. This isn't someone I would want to be with. That's not someone who's being totally honest with me. There's something else afoot. Maybe he has a girlfriend. Maybe he has someone else that he's seeing and he doesn't open the snaps because he can't open them around her. Maybe, you know, there's so many things that you don't know are going on. 
But I do think it's interesting, the idea of like, you can't bring these things up, but it has to be for you. In the beginning, you can't bring that up. You can't be like, I know you're not over totally. A year in, yeah, you could bring it up. The thing is, you have to notice and not care. We were talking before we started taping the podcast. We we're talking about certain people, and it's like where you would notice them doing certain things. Mm-hmm. It's not that I care, but I notice. It's just I've noted it. Yes. That's all I think about I've it. noted it, and it's a part of me building the character profile of who I'm meeting. Yes, absolutely. So, so it's like when you meet a guy and you go on one date, you don't know the whole character profile. You're building it for yourself. Okay, one date. We had a great time. That was fun. And, but then when we got, we weren't in person, he's not opening my Snapchats. Okay, that's a weird part of the profile I'm building. But you know what's interesting to me is our answer to a lot of these emails is like, he's just not that into you, walk away. Sure. And I think that people are so confused by other people's behavior. All serious relationships I've ever had that have worked out in a mm-hmm. long-term way, I was never confused. I knew they liked yeah. me and it was easy. And I just, I don't want every person to think every takeaway is like, he's not into you, walk away. But like every sure. time I've been really in love and happy, it's because the other person probably wanted to be in a relationship. They're ready for that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I never felt this way about other people that I really wanted to date. Well, I do think it's, it's never like, I, I, I don't think the answer is as much. He's not into you, walk away. It's, it's are I think a lot of these emails, like what, what I keep noticing is like, are you even into them? Like, are you like, you're just named seven things that you found wrong. And then you're like, but do they like me? What about you? Where do you stand? In this? So smart. What, like, why uh-huh. aren't you like when you like when the guy goes on vacation a thousand different times after hanging out with you six days in a row? Why you're like, hey, I'm kind of annoyed we haven't hung out. It's okay to be kind of annoyed. Yeah, I love that, though. We talked about this on another episode recently, too. We had this writer, Maria Del Russo, mm-hmm. and a big theme was like the women often forget to take a temperature check of do I actually like him? I, I Yeah, I wrote this whole thing for whatever reason. It went like I just put it on Instagram stories where it was like it was like guys date like they run the company and women date like they work for the company. like oh i gotta make sure i'm in on time and i gotta make sure you know what if the you know does the boss like me am i doing right am i getting my reports in and it's like why don't you own the fucking company you know like why aren't you why aren't they coming to you with reports why aren't they checking with you and it happens a lot the other way around too like there's guys that are like i'm doing this this and this and it's usually that the person doesn't thinks your thinks your position is rehirable <laughs> yeah, I love like, this analogy. It's it's just, I think women are also just there. That's how they're raised, and that's how men are raised. I, I love that analogy. It's true. Red flag deal breaker. Dear J Train, I'm here with Raina Greenberg. Go check out Girls Got to Eat podcast every Monday. Go check it out. One Hungry Jew on Instagram. Love the podcast. Been telling the masses they need to listen. Get on board the J Train ASAP. I'll get to the point of my email. There was an episode in the early stages of the podcast where you had a red flag deal breaker about STDs. It was someone needs to disclose if they have had and took care of a curable STD. However, something has thrown a wrench in my dating life, and this is that is finding out that I have herpes. I'm embarrassed and sad about it uh, and feel like it, dating and having a good sex life is basically over for me. Well, let me tell you right now, it's not over for you. I understand why you're sad. I understand why you feel the way you do. I can't tell you how to feel. But everyone knows someone with herpes and they're living a very great life that's sexual and fun and you can be all of those things with herpes. So I, and I know me saying that 
might not do anything for you, but I I hope it does. You know, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Right? You know people with herpes, right? Uh, yeah. And we had somebody on the show from Planned Parenthood who's okay. like the chief educator. We wanted to talk about exactly this. And her advice was just arm yourself with as much information as possible. Yeah. She said a huge percentage of the population actually has herpes. Yep. That these images that we had in high school and sex ed class of the worst case scenario of herpes sure. are so rare that some people have it and they get one flare up per year. Yeah. Yep, um, yep. And that it is tameable. What you do learn from your herpes friends, and I don't mean to put you guys in that type of group but what you do learn is that they are more knowledgeable about all that stuff than like you're right we think of herpes as a ghost that's going to haunt us and the reality is people live with it every day and the flare-ups are you know come in different spurts for everybody and everyone's a little bit different with that stuff but it's also getting yourself more educated than anyone else could be makes you so much more confident and Sure. So that's, you got to do that. Read up on it. Become an expert in your own body. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's the reason people without herpes think of it as like the scary, you know, boogeyman. Because you don't know anything. The things you fear the most are the things you don't know. The things that you saw one slide about in high school yeah. sex ed class. But I don't think it's a death sense. Yeah, I like having sex without condoms. It's great. But like, is it the end of the world if I need to have sex with condoms forever? Probably not. She writes, do you think that people will be more forgiving about this than I give credit for? Yes, yes. I do. And be more open than I expect? Yes, I do. Will someone who is negative want to date someone who is positive for herpes? Yes, I know for a fact that's true. It feels isolating, even though tons of people have the infection, yet it is extremely taboo to talk about and the punchline of many jokes. I know there are others in the situation. It might help take some stigma away from this. So listen, I think like it's getting educated, I think, is like the big. It's like when you fly in a plane, like I, I when you fly and you're afraid of flying and then you start talking to a pilot and you ever talk to a pilot and you go, well, what's this and what's that? And they have an answer for everything. And you go, oh, this person knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like this person understands it. Like I think the more, and I think this is the thing with any quote unquote baggage. And I don't mean that you have baggage. I'm just saying everyone has their things. The more okay you are with your thing is the more okay the person across from you will be with your thing. So it's like, yeah, I have, you know, if you bring it up on a date, I actually have herpes. Uh, I just like to be upfront with people and let them know. Uh, I don't get, if you have any questions about it, I'm the person to ask because I, it's not like we're just like fooling around with this thing that we don't know anything about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, just get educated. That's all. Use condoms. I wouldn't tell somebody on a first, second date, but like, wait, wait till somebody decides they like you. And then they'll be more forgiving anyways they want to be with you. Yeah, I think if I would want to hear it from a woman, it would be as we're making out and things are moving that way. Okay. So it's like if I'm like making out with someone, they go, I just have to let you know. Um, I'm, I, and I would go, oh, thank you for telling me. I wanted to know now too. Yep. Um, and then that's when you start educating. And if you're comfortable enough to go in the room with them, then you should be comfortable enough also to like have the talk about what you learned about it. 100%. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. This is a great segue. We're talking about sex. We're talking about penis. We're talking about vagina. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Listen, I love the whole thing about a loving relationship and getting to know people is being open and honest. You got herpes? Let's talk about it. 
Let's have a let's have a conversation. That doesn't mean you're out of the sex game. That just means we have to know each other's bodies a little bit better. Adam and Eve is a great way to get to know your partner. I always tell people, if you listen with your boyfriend or girlfriend, you both use my promo code. You get something for him. She gets something for you, whatever, or whatever, back and forth. And then you surprise each other on a Saturday night. Have a fun night. That's a fun night. I just think Adam and Eve, it opens up the conversation much like this podcast. Everything you need to spice up your sex life is at adamandeve.com, the number one adult toy stupor store. They have thousands of products for men and women, vibrators, lobes of all kinds, ticklers, whips, cock rings, nipple clips, Benoit balls, butt plugs, and don't forget the condoms. Get it all at adamandeve.com. And now, listeners to J-Train get a very special offer. For a limited time only, go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50. That's 5-0. We're giving away a lot of money today. Oh, yeah. 50% off just about any item. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive six free adult DVDs plus 10 tantalizing free mystery gifts. That's something for him, something for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. Uh, and to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order, and you can always feel secure because you always get 90-day risk-free returns when you shop at adamandeve.com. So go to adamandeve.com, use code JTRAIN, 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 at checkout. That's JTRAIN, J-T-R-A-I-N, at adamandeve.com. Use code JTRAIN at adamandeve.com to save 50 five, on your first item. Let's do one more email. You got time? I got all the time in the world. Let's do it. One more email. Let's do it. I'll let you choose the title. Tinder fails. What am I doing wrong? Huh, I think we've done a lot of Tinder okay. dating app stuff. Commitment musical chairs. Ooh. Help me explain my past. Love thy neighbor. I'm 29. He's I'm 21. He's 29. I like I like musical chairs. Okay. I that sounds fun to me. Oh, that's Oof. a long one. With pictures. Okay. My In May, I went to a concert to see a band my sister and I have been fans of for a few years. Um, this band played at Webster Hall in May. Fast forward to the end of the night. My sister is friends with the sax player and cu player's cousin. We end up backstage. I somehow end up on stage with the sax player after the show, chatting, and we all go to a bar after. He was clear into it and upset when I left at the end of the night. But truth was, I left uh, with a guy I was with earlier in the evening. Ooh la la. I wasn't physically attracted to the sax player and for... Um, for about a week and a half, I dodged plans with him, constantly asking to hang out. Eventually sent a text that my job was my priority right now, and I'm really not in a place to make time. I work in finance, and at the time, there was a whole thing, investigation going on with my boss, and I really was dealing with some wall, Wolf of Wall Street shit, and he agreed that his job was his priority too. So if our paths crossed, then they crossed. Two weeks later, I day drank with the friends, and he ended up back in the city from a gig, and I drunkenly agreed to go for dinner. Our banter was amazing. Never laughed so hard. I realized I judged too quickly. Quickly, I was pretty into this kid. I'm 24. He's 27. Backstory, he was in a four-year relationship we, where they were living together. That ended about four months before we met. I'm very aware that he is used to talking to a girl like a girlfriend, but we seem to really get along. And I think me not being attracted at first was the best thing because I was truly myself right off the bat. Sadly, a month after we met, uh, about six to seven dates later, 
Sadly, a month after we met, about six or seven dates later, one of which I went and stayed at his house in Long Island while his parents were away for a weekend. He went on a cross-country tour for two months, opening for, please don't say the name out loud. We talk every day, FaceTime once in a while, and he always makes comments about me coming to a show. And the other night, sent me a video of his hotel room with the caption, I do wish you were here. Um, I don't think he is seeing anyone else, given the fact that we talk nonstop and often sex. He says uh, <coughs> says stuff about wanting to have sex, horny, imply, implying he doesn't do any isn't doing anything about it. The sex was amazing. The banter is top notch. But I am still staying open to meeting other people while he's away. Granted, we've known each other for less than time than he has gone, and never uh, had any conversation about not seeing each other or people before he left. The only issue I have is that he often makes jokes about commitment which is confusing because he was with a girl for four years and living with her. He told me that he broke up with her because she was older than him and wanted more, I assumed, getting gay, to get engaged. He wasn't ready. I have always a responsible, uh, responded to his co- commitment comments with, we'll put a pin in that and come back to it later because I don't want to have a conversation like that over text. And now that he's away, that was too early to discuss before he left. I am a firm believer that commitment is only scary if the pers- wrong person so I'm just trying to have fun and enjoy each other when lives align, uh, especially because I'm 24 and not trying to get married anytime soon. So maybe that's comforting to him also. But I am scared I'm setting myself up to like someone who's going to freak the minute things get serious. From everything he is doing, it is clear he likes me. My two questions are, he is finally playing in New York in August about a week before the tour ends, but I have yet to buy a ticket because I don't know, because I don't know what we are and if we are still talking then. So do I eventually bring it up that that bring that up or wait to see if he asks if I'm coming? I think he assumes I am. And what is the best way to handle a situation like this? I know you always say the best things start out casual and they, this definitely did, but he treats me very much like a girlfriend, which is something I do eventually want, but not with the wrong person. So how does one handle someone afraid of commitment or clearly burned in the past? Any advice is appreciated. P.S. Instagram is private. Uh, so here's some pics for classic Shelb. She's very cute. Cute very, girl. She goes rocker and rocker look to like non-rocker look with curly to straight hair. Right? Very cute girl. Curly hair, she looks like she should be like on Almost Famous. Straight hair, I know who I my lookalike is going to be. I'm wondering if Shelby will say the same. Straight hair, she has a different lookalike than her curly hair. That's her with curly, but it looks straight. She's very cute. She's very cute. All right, so her question is, like, how much should she be freaking out about this commitment stuff? I guess so. Who do you think? I think we have the same one. Mila Kunis. I was going to say Michelle Rodriguez. Oh! Curly Rodriguez, straight Kunis. Rodriguez can go straight, too. Rodriguez is a little thick, though. She's got that, like, thick Latin vibe. This girl does not have, like, a... This girl's real skinny. She's real skinny. In the dress. She's hot. Hot. So what do we think? I think she's getting a little ahead of herself. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's okay to just enjoy this person. I mean, they're not really around you. You're not really experiencing a relationship with them. You liked him. You enjoyed his company. I think sort of like you said before, women always just want to like define this. Yeah, just to know what it is. Know what it is. And maybe it's Here's nothing right now. what I can expect. Yeah. Yeah, to me, he's bringing up the commitment stuff. I think, you know... There's different levels of fears of commitment. Like a lot of the commitment fears that we talked about throughout this podcast 
have been like first date commitment. Right. Like second date commitment. This is a guy who's giving you that commitment stuff. That, to me, it more sounds like I'm not ready to be married commitment. Which is fine. Which I, is fine. I, I, at least he's saying it. I'd rather somebody say it than not say it. Yeah. And I think in the beginning of a relationship, people can pick and choose to tell you a million different things. This guy has chosen to tell you this. I think he just wants you to be aware. I, I think it's great that he was in a four-year relationship. It shows that he can be with somebody long-term. Sure. Maybe he doesn't want to right now, but also maybe you're just somebody he doesn't know that well. Yeah, they still have to meet. And she's a, the part she's ahead of herself on is saying, well, I don't want to get in a relationship with that, that, that I don't know if someone wants to be. No one's sure. <laughs> no one knows if they want to be in a relationship with you. Every day of the relationship, the person goes, do I want to be with this person? It's every day. The only way to have it work out is you have to be in a position to maybe get hurt. And that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's life. Life sucks. I would not buy a ticket to the show. I would have him invite you to the show. Yeah. The ticket buy thing is, ticket. is the ticket thing is her way of making a small test for him. It's an actionable thing. Yeah. yeah. So like for her, the, the ticket thing is like, you don't have to bullshit us. He can get you a ticket to the show if he wants you there. So don't go fucking buy a ticket and be like, well, I wasn't sure if I should buy a ticket or not. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't even go down that road. If he wants you there, you'll be there. Right. You and I could get a hundred tickets to our shows yeah. if we wanted. Them. I can. I can have a whole section dedicated to this chick <laughs> if I wanted a section. So, don't stop with that bullshit. The reality is, go have fun with this guy and take all the things he's saying from the road and go. That's nice. That's great. But when you're in New York, like if he doesn't make a plan with you, maybe he only wants to text you. Maybe yeah. he only wants someone who will receive his text while he's away and he's lonely. I was talking to this guy for a while as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Always away on the weekends, always on the road, like three, yep. four nights a week in random cities alone. And I would talk to him continuously mm-hmm. about like the deepest, darkest things. I thought, oh my God, like we're going to totally sure. fuck. He'd come back to New York and I would never hear from him. Yep. He would break all of our plans. I mean, you know what it's like in comedy. It's like you'll drop everything for a 15-minute set. I get sure. it. Sure, no, but, the, but what he's doing is... On the road, and that what this musician's kind of doing is on the road, you just have time. You're lonely. And you're lonely, and you're sitting there with your phone in your hand. You're like, okay, let's just, I'll sit in the room and I'll text with this person all night because I have nowhere better to be. Totally. And when you're home, you got places better to be. Yeah. So, so I think for her, she needs to see what he's like when he has better places to be. 100%. I would see what he's like when he gets home because this guy and I, I just thought we had like this really, he wants to tell me everything about his life. He sure. came back to New York and made zero time for yeah. me. And, and to what you find out is you're just a, like a place to talk. Just a body. You're just somewhat, an ear to listen. Totally. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Raina Greenberg, thank you for coming on. Thank Such you. Such a pleasure. This was a pleasure. I was so like hanging out fun. with you. Always fun. Thank you. Uh, go check out Raina at One Hungry Jew on Instagram. Girls got to eat every Monday. Go check out the podcast. If you haven't listened yet, go use my... I always tell people, I'm like, use my episode as an entree into the show. Great episode. Laughable is a great way to do that. The Laughable app, if you don't have it, it's a great podcast app because you can subscribe to people. You could subscribe to Raina. You could subscribe to me. And on the feed, every podcast that we've ever been on as a guest or a host will come up. Cool. It's a great app. Uh, so go check out that. Girls Gotta Eat. 
Uh, Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. A uh, couple show things. If you are in New York City and you want to see me do some stand-up, uh, I'm doing something Wednesday at 1030 at the Fat Black. That's sold out. I'm going to be at the, the Village Underground on Monday the 15th. I think there are tickets still available, and then I'm gone for a while. Um, so that will be the last New York show for a bit. So Monday the 15th, if you want to come out, uh, go to my website, jaredfree.com. And we'll be back next episode. Boom.